right now. You might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. Hello, and welcome to the New Heights Show on Education. I'm your host, Erica. If you are joining me for the first time this week, welcome. Um, My show is about disability, especially um, individuals' disabilities, those that aren't seen immediately upon, you know, meeting a person. Um, If you'd like to talk to me, my email address is EricaH at NewHeightsEducation.org. That's Erica with a K. Um, I also have a chat window up here in Zoom if you'd like to talk to me. Um, please give a call in. It is 646-558-8656. That's the United States. Um, also, you can try 720-707-2699. Our meeting ID is 465-172-882. Regular long distance rates will apply. So today I would like to talk about Hollywood and how it depicts disabled people. Um, There has been a lot of talk within the last few years about diversity and whether or not the media we consume reflects the American experience as we see it now. I think that there has been some great strides in that arena. Certainly the media as a whole, Hollywood in particular, could do quite a bit better. Um, But we'll get into that in a moment. But certainly there has been an effort to include minorities in various casts. Um, There have been shows entirely um, staffed by Asian actresses for, or actors for, you know, one example, something like, you know, the Crazy Rich Asians uh, film that did quite well. Um, Again, the same thing with, you know, people of color in general, um, women as well are, are, being seen in different types of roles. Um, What I haven't seen and what seems to have been forgotten in this rush toward diversity and inclusiveness is a depiction, a fair depiction of disabled uh, people. And I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's because There aren't many disabled people behind the camera, behind the scenes, in production. Um, But it seems that in in the diversity arena, um, not only are we forgotten a lot of the time, we are... um, 
not even thought of in the first place. So today I'd like to discuss perhaps, you know, where where Hollywood goes wrong, what they can do to make things better. Um, so that's really where I'd like to go with this conversation today. Um, when thinking about media representation of disabled people, one of the things, one of the depictions that jumped immediately to mind was from the show Glee. It ran um, for quite a few seasons. Um, it is actually finished now. But there was a character who was wheelchair-bound. His name was Artie. He was played by Kevin McHale. Now, I'm sure Mr. McHale was a wonderful actor. I've seen his work. He is very, very good. Um, but he is not disabled. They took a, a perfectly, you know, able-bodied actor and put him in a wheelchair. Um, you know, I've seen the argument. This is not the first time this has happened. I've seen the argument from, from, you know, Hollywood, Hollywood producers and even fellow fans that, you know, you, you pick the best actor for the job, whether they present with that disability or not. My rejoinder to them would be, you know, so that means that you can't find a disabled actor that has, um, you know, equivalent or even superior acting skills. Um, it seems like a cop-out to me. They could be working a little harder and actually finding a good representation. Um, spread the, the net a little wider. Maybe, uh, you know, focus on other actors that maybe are not so well known. Um, you know, make, I would say to Hollywood, make an effort, an honest, you know, an honest effort to reach out to the disabled community when you're casting these roles. Um, it is not that hard. And I'm sure there are quite a few disabled actors out there who would jump at the chance of having a role, even a small part, in a feature film or TV series. Um, one of the things that I find distressing about disabled characters as a whole is that they are often used to motivate a main character um, to action and really don't have a life outside of that. Um, one of these examples is um, the main character. Well, he was a supporting character on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, his name was Robbie Reyes, and he played the superhero Ghost Rider. Um, Robbie's initial motivation is powered by his brother, whom he feels responsible for because his brother was disabled in the same accident that created 
Robbie's superpowers for a short example. Um, um, his brother's legs were crushed. He was paralyzed and again, in a wheelchair. Again, far be it from me to, to, I guess, quibble when disabled folks are depicted on screen, but Robbie's brother, Gabe, was, to my recollection, completely used only for the purpose of motivating Robbie, um, and we didn't see much of his life beyond that. Um, he would show up, maybe give Robbie a pep talk, tell him he shouldn't be guilty, and then disappear for the rest of the episode. There was nothing as far as the internal life of this character. There was nothing as far as his interactions with other people beyond Robbie. Um, there was no discussions of his life that did not, uh, you know, center around the disability. You know, again, it's weak. It's weak. Um, I, over the years, I have told myself, hey, you know, give them points for trying. Give them points for trying. I don't think that that cuts it anymore. Um, Hollywood should know better. That's, you know, if you're talking about diversity, you need to go all the way. Um, and bringing in disabled um, actors, displaying disabled characters, are, you know, the way to do that. Um, you know, there's been much talk. Everybody likes to see a representation of themselves in the movies or on TV. That extends to the disabled community. Um, we are here, we're out here, and we deserve to be represented. Um, the other... One of the other things I would like to discuss is disability in the news media itself. Um, you know, much of what you see about disabled people are inspiring stories. The disabled person that you know, climb Mount Everest, the disabled person that survived incredible odds, the disabled person who is now getting um, prosthetic limbs and can walk and run and now is running a marathon. <clears throat> Those stories are great. Um, but I think that to some extent they... They show the extraordinary, not the ordinary. Um, there are tons of us that get up, go to work, um, go about our daily lives without making a huge, you know, achievement that is caused for with, you know, cause for fireworks and a band and everything else. I think going to the extreme of those stories also does us a disservice. Um, it, it'll, it, it sort of goes back to, 
a concept I will discuss further in our second segment. Um, because it seems like there's no middle ground. Either we're somebody to be pitied or we are extraordinary and should be praised for overcoming our disabilities. There's no middle ground in there and I think there really should be. Um, it's, I don't think the media in general understands this. Um, and I'm, I find myself frankly frustrated that this is the only way, these are the only two ways that media can envision disabled people as part of the world. Um, and we'll talk more about that in the next segment. Um, it's coming up here, so I hope you hang in with me and we'll go to segment two. And we'll discuss more about disability in the media. Again, have a great day. Join me in section two. All right, and we're back. Again, my name is Erica. This is the New Heights Show on Education. Today we're talking about disability representation in the media. Um, last sec last uh, segment, I talked about treating the disabled person as somebody who needs to accomplish something wonderful in order to be recognized in society. Um, Hollywood does this as well. Anybody who knows me has heard this uh, rant I'm about to give you. Um, I love Barbara Gordon. She is Batgirl in the Batman comics. She is also a character named Oracle in the Batman comics. Um, while she was while she was Batgirl. Basically, she was injured by the Joker, and that left her paralyzed. At that point, she became Oracle, was no longer able to physically fight in the way that we're accustomed with to with superheroes. So, in so in um, you know, she started using other capabilities that she had. Oracle was the person that kept the team together was the person that provided information, the person that had eyes everywhere. Um, and she did all this from her wheelchair. And there was nothing less about her as Oracle than there was as Batgirl. Um, if you'd like to see the Oracle storyline, it is in Birds of Prey. Um, again, a comic called Birds of Prey. Um, what really made me angry at this point was recent, well, recently, I believe within the last few years, they, the team behind DC, the comics creator that creates Batman and all, you know, associated characters decided that they wanted Barbara Gordon back in action as Batgirl. Um, 
toward this end, they had her go to South Africa, basically have a miracle, you know, a miracle surgery in which she regained the use of her legs and thus was able to be Batgirl. This one really got to me. This one was the one that honestly still makes me angry. Um, Bat, uh, Barbara Gordon as Oracle was a perfectly great character. She had skills. She brought it to the team. She was the leader of the team. She was strong and independent. And her disability did not hamper her ability to work effectively. Um, the fact that DC could not find it within themselves to leave well enough alone and, and leave that character as a strong, independent, disabled woman that she was, you know, as somebody who was navigating her disability and dealing with it and accepting it, um, and rather felt the need to, you know, give her a magical cure, really, really angered me in a way that a few, few things have. Um, I understand the comics, you know, they ret retcon everything. Retro retro continuity is the word of the day when you're talking about comic books. Um, this was something that I really think should not have been retconned. It, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. Whatever the initial reasons for the DC producers to do this. Um, I think it reflects badly on them. I think that um, it, it tells the story that you're only useful as long as you can be cured, you know, and being disabled long-term, I mean, for the rest of your life, is something that, you know, should be corrected, you know, should be, um, that being normal or superhuman in some cases is, is the standard, is the standard for life. And that's really disturbing. Um, also in comics, you run across the idea of the person who is disabled, but hey, they get these new neat powers that pretty much nullify their disability and leave them with little to no issues as far as their disability. Um, Daredevil is one of these characters. He goes blind due to an accident. However, because of the same accident, he also has enhanced hearing and is able to see in a manner through echolocation. Um, this is displayed as helpful, A, helpful, B, perhaps more 
of greater use um, than his original site. So again, it's difficult. None of these properties that I have talked about really show what a person does um, when they live through their disability. And I'm not talking about, you know, there needs to be some great trial that they have to overcome. Um, you know, just show a disabled person living their day to day. You know, um, we're regular people, just like everybody else. We have our good days, we have our bad days. Um, you know, and this is something that most disabled people need to navigate on a daily basis, on a minute-to-minute -minute basis in some cases. Um, speaking about the media and what I mentioned before about, you know, disabled folks being an inspiration, one of the commercials that I've seen very, very often, especially recently, is a commercial for the Shriners organization. Now, I love the Shriners. They were an instrumental part of my, of building my strength when I was a child, given my muscle weaknesses. Um, they're a wonderful organization, and I will never say otherwise. However, they have some commercials out there that, you know, display children doing things like swimming and um, playing mu music, um, playing basketball. This in and of itself isn't a bad thing. Um, but they have the children speaking directly to the camera saying, oh, because of Shriners, I can now do this. You know, it... it it feels as if these these children are being trotted out um, as an example, you know. Um, hey, look look what we can do, and you know, donate now, and you know, your children will be as happy and joyful as these children are depicted here. Um, again, Shriners is awesome; they do good work. I don't know as though this is the right way to um, advocate for themselves. You know, it's honestly, it's a bit uncomfortable for me. It, it feels like pick the cutest kid in the room, put them in front of a camera, have them smile and sound, you know, just absolutely, you know, glad to be there. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's really not great. Uh, do I know how to fix that? No, I don't. I'll be honest. I'm just, you know, speaking on what I have observed, and I'm sure that there are other ways to do it. Um, one thing I would like to speak about briefly, because I see that time is getting close, there is a way to do disability well, back in the 90s, there was a television show named Highlander. I won't go into the history of it because it's not relevant. 
However, there was a character in that series called Joe Dawson. He was played by Jim Burns, who was a double amputee, and thus Joe Dawson was also a double amputee. What I enjoyed about this character is that his disability was brought, was, wasn't brought up every time he was on screen. In fact, his disability, while a factor in his life, did not run his life, did not rule his life. Um, his, the plot surrounding him was not about his disability, by and large. Um, it was about other things intersecting with the major plots in the story. So he was an active participant. He was an, an active player, a, someone who moves this plot, and not just because of his disability. I thought that was wonderful. I still think it's the right way to do it, even now today, um, 20 years, 20 years later. I encourage everyone who's interested to go back and look at that um, show. Again, Highlander. It has a lot of other issues with it, I'm sure. It's 20 years old. But for that, I really think that they did a fantastic job. Um, so I will see you next week. I hope everyone has a fantastic week. So hang in with me. I'm, we're going to go to the New Heights Educational Group announcements for July. They are wonderful announcements. Um, NHEG has a lot of wonderful projects coming up, and I hope you stay to listen. Here are your announcements for the month of July. Thank you to the sponsors and supporters of the School Bag Giveaway event. First Federal Bank of the Midwest, National School Choice Week, Captain D's, For Imprint, The Gathering Place, Imagination Station of Toledo, Office Depot, Office Max, Second and Seven Foundation, Tractor Supply Company, Blankets of Love Group, and thank you to the supporters, Pamela Clark, Greg Clark, Anjali Baker, Jeremiah Engel, Travis Cates, Adriana Cates, Ashley Scott, Tammy Barham, Jackie Aldrich, Ethan Long, Leah Scott, and Heather Buttermore. Happy birthday to the following people. Mad Umatha Prabhakaran on July 1st, Victoria Lowry on July 2nd, Elias Bouchop on July 7th, Tyler Spangler on July 8th, Zachary Clark on July 9th, Jody Bodine on July 14th, Khalid Bata on July 18th, Jackie Taylor July 18th. And happy anniversary to the following people. Savlene Griol on July 1st, 
Madhumatha Prabhakaran on July 2nd, Lakshmi Padmanabhan July 13th, Jackie Taylor July 17th, Sheila Wright July 22nd, and Larissa Murray on July 26th. Have a great month.